Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value, and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey y'all, welcome to the Transformation Podcast, episode 15, The Cheat Codes to Winning in Life, in Your Career and in Business, Part B. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green and Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. The Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green and Company Transformation Academy. The Academy itself is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. Because K Green and Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business, the Transformation Podcast releases coaching, training, and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. And if you've been listening to our podcast in chronological order, you know that we launched our Winner's Win series this week, which is coming off the heels of a high value series. And in that high value series, I spent seven episodes coaching you on to do the internal work that we often disregard or don't realize how much it matters for you to be a whole person and a good human in order to lay hold of the things that we all want to do in this life. And if you haven't listened to the high value series to hear what I have to say about those areas, I encourage you to pause this episode, go back and listen before you engage in the winning winners win series, because the things I coach you on in the winners win series are practical strategies on how to apply what I covered in the high value series and not listening in order may limit your ability to really yield maximum value from the coaching opportunity and my interest in supporting you becoming the best version of you. So go back and listen, get caught up, take your time with the episodes. And if you are all caught up, however, and have begun the winner's win episode after listening to the high value series, then you listen to the intro episode for the winner's win series, which was episode 13, for which I discuss why I'm coaching on this series, how you're all benefiting from much of what I actually covered in the keynote address that I delivered for the Texas A&M Technology Summit this past Sunday and how we're going to unpack those topics throughout the podcast as we're covering the next couple of weeks in this series. So as a reminder, today in episode 15, we're actually still on the first topic that I split into two episodes because I have seven points from this whole cheat codes topic. And prefer not to make you have it be too long of a recording. So episode 14 kicked us off with the three points that I made there, which was reminding you of what it means to add high value to the world and that high value humans are typically also high value performers, contributors and how they live everyday life focusing on people. And then I concluded with a reminder of the gift of giving. So before I get into today's topic, I have to give one final shout out to the Texas A&M Technology Summit and the Texas A&M University system. I've had several episodes. Um, I've said in several episodes rather of how amazing a family of employees, volunteers, supporters of the summit are. And as much as I went to be a blessing, I was equally blessed by the fellowship that occurred over the course of many of my group discussions with colleagues 
Outside of those scripted moments, I'm more so talking about when we were at breakfast on breaks at casino night while I was getting even mic'd up for sound checks. I met some amazing audio visual colleagues. So shout out to y'all and in other moments. And so the moments, though, that are especially dear to me were with people I spent several minutes and in some cases hours with one on one people that I never met before, but just really connecting about God's grace over our lives and in other areas, just the importance of giving people were just especially great grateful to remind me of the reminder that I've given to them. And so folks really just showed up. They were intentional about coming to find me. Others went out of their way if they saw me enjoying the conference. And many of them had already begun listening to the podcast to continue their development efforts. And people have done everything from share their most sacred private stories with me to writing me special notes as keepsakes as I'm giving my tell-all session to sending me songs of encouragement and just giving so many hugs from so many different people and the expression is not so much kudos for doing a great job. People are really saying thank you for reminding us to be good humans and to always remind ourselves that while our colleagues, our vendors and our neighbors might be wearing a smile on any given day, you remind us that you never know what people might be carrying down on, down on the inside of them and what opportunities or challenges they might face in life. So to those of you for which we made a very special connection and to those of you who will support the message by being a better you, you know who you are. And I'm here to support you should you ever need anything. One of my final encounters with someone who was so moved by what I shared led the Lord to release me to launch this actual series on the podcast that I'll drop the first week of March exclusively focused on spiritual development because God sends such a clear message to me and to them that it's through these very private interactions. He's absolutely sending me into the workplace to touch lives of all people, regardless of their beliefs, but that he is clear. He has something extra special in store for those who belong to him. So, Look out for that series, which was birthed out of the very special people who belong to the Texas A&M University system and those who attended from other organizations and even from other states. And finally, to those colleagues that will engage with the podcast or keep in touch via LinkedIn or through other channels. And or for those who I just may see again next year, I wish y'all an amazing 2020 and look forward to seeing you at next year's summit. So let's get into today's episode. I'm going to make four brief points. And just as I mentioned in part A of this, the reason they're brief is because most of these things I've covered at length in a particular episode, but I'm putting them together from the frame of the cheat codes to help you win in life. So my first point today will be reminding you about the importance of seeking and applying feedback, the needs improvement kind, encouraging you to be coachable and to always be working to build your wealth team. Today, I'm also going to encourage you to be a coach and a butler. And then I'm going to end with a really a singular reminder to build wealth through fellowship with people. And I'll talk about the distinction I make between that and networking. So uh, seeking and applying feedback. So those of you who actually take my advice and listen in order, you know that I spent two episodes focusing extensively on the value proposition that feedback and coaching have for your life, your career and business. And so the points I make here are brief. Yet I do add to what I said in those episodes. So even if you listen to those, you might actually go replay them. They're episodes 11 and 12 to focus on applying the principles of what I coach about as opposed to hearing them for the first time. So feedback, you all know how I feel about this. It can do many things for you. Yet the things I want you to consider today are that feedback can help you actually uncover your blind spots. We all have them. Sometimes we develop new ones even after we conquer the ones that, you know, were made known to us. The other thing feedback can do is help reveal and then help you work on hidden potential. 
It can also help you broaden your perspective, even about the things that are clear to you that are opportunities or strengths. You know, especially if you work with a coach, they can help you pull out and even draw closer or build upon what you see that may have a limited scope. Therefore, feedback can help expand your thinking, your reach, and then subsequently it can expand your impact. But it can also be a reality check. And it can save you from yourself and it can save yourself from some other people. And with that feedback, specifically from from peers, can upgrade your life, your career and your business. And then feedback helps us all unpack, examine and then prioritize areas of improvement, goals and then assessment. And so taking the feedback that you learn, choosing to grow from that place can add transformative value to your life and your career. Yet I want to remind you that feedback is absolutely uh, is something that you're going to have to grow from, but I encourage you to consider coaching. So coaching, as I explained the difference between that and mentoring in the coaching episode, the value of coaching is that it's assessment, root cause, and truth focused. You get to be the center of attention, which is awesome, but the, you know, you get to be the center of attention. So it's all about where you're excellent and where you might be challenged in some areas of opportunity. And so the other opportunity in coaching is that, is that it should often include some aspect of role play, which can really upgrade your influence and elevate your emotional quotient or your emotional uh, intelligence, the degree of your emotional intelligence. Coaching can help define, refine, or create your narrative and your story. And it's so important. I talked in the keynote about making sure nobody else is telling your story. And then not only do you know what your narrative is, that you're communicating it through the brand that you have, but also making sure that no one else is creating or recreating a narrative that you don't intend to have out in the atmosphere. Coaching also gives you an immediate return on investment because it gives you action based things, things that are actually solvable for you to actually prioritize and then begin to work on and start to see evidence of that right away. And coaching is just the gift that keeps on giving for a number of reasons. One of the reasons is because it's kind of it kind of has this duality. One, you're going to be coached through a matter. And so you're going to be able to make that transition or pivot that you need to in your own behavior or your own the way that you are going about life. But if you really pay attention, there are skills in which you can pick up on that, that your coach actually has that you can start to practice yourself. And I'm telling you, as I gave you the story in the coaching uh, episode, you can take that thing so so many different ways into so many new heights in your life and it'll make you a better coach which I'll talk about the um, importance of you becoming a coach anyway so it coaching can also just change overall the trajectory of your life and your career and in business but with that you got to be coachable so assuming that you buy into the value proposition of coaching there's still work to do so in the value of feedback and the value of coaching episodes I talked about actually preparing yourself to receive this kind of information feedback and then put yourself through a coaching exercise and this actually means you are deciding not only that you need to make a change but that you're going to do something about it and that means you got to get prepared to hear things that you may or may not agree with yet because because you're committing to becoming the best version of you, you're going to pursue feedback and coaching. This means then you have to be coachable. And I'm taking time really to probably spend the most time in this whole episode to make this point because I think people can underestimate what they might end up addressing in a coaching situation. So I talked about how coaching should be very assessment, root cause and true focus. So I spent episodes talking about not being on the defense, making sure you don't allow your coach to become your therapist and assuming that you listen to those today. I have a few other things I want you to consider about what being coachable means. So being coachable means you actually might get your feelings hurt. 
And there's nothing wrong with the podcast. I want you to hear the pause and feel that for a minute. It hurts actually to be told, like, especially most people seeking coaching because they're doing well in some area of their life, but they're trying to go to the next level. But it can sting. So go ahead and expect that. But it 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 can hurt because not because your coach wants to be mean, uh, but when we, especially as adults who are seasoned professionals and maybe, you know, listening either with you are listening because you are a mid or senior level manager where you've been doing well in your career. But we may not and we don't mean to, but we kind of stop focusing on self-improvement when we've been doing life and business for a while. We stop examining how we impact people how people perceive us. We don't spend as much time as we used to cultivating our own coaching skills, for example. So because we may not, many of us are not great coaches ourselves, but we're great at many other things. When you put yourself through a humbling experience to be coached by someone who may or may not know your profession like you do, who may or may not make more money than you do, who may or may not and probably will not stroke your ego the way you are used to in the workplace, you can end up on a defense really quickly and spend time trying to justify to your coach and to yourself why things are the way they are. And I see people make this mistake all the time. And it's, you know, we human and it's natural. But I talk with coaches who've been coaching people, especially executives for some of them have more than 20 years experience. And we all conclude the same thing. This is a knee jerk, natural reaction that people miss the beauty of simply taking themselves back to their days, like in youth sports or when they were K through 12 students, remembering that you always still have somewhere to grow from. And just like your teachers, tutors and coaches back then needed to be honest with you about areas of strength and opportunity. So does your coach. And if he or she is excellent, this person will usually or these people will usually get to the root cause pretty quickly. So rather than recapping the entire episode on a value proposition of coaching and what to expect, I'm going to wrap this point up here and encourage you to go back and listen to episode 12. So taking the feedback, then having gone through coaching Taking what you've learned and then choosing to grow from that place, yes, it can add transformative value to your life and your career. But I want to remind you about the importance of the wealth team and or and as that being yet another layer to your success in life, career and in business. So in episode five, taking control of your career and your destiny, I explain what a wealth team is. And when I opened the winners win series in episode 13, I reminded us of what I mean. So I am training you right now, not coaching you. This is me talking to you. I am training you to be a hearer and a doer of my advice to go back and listen in order so that you can get the definition. And I promise it's for your good. Just like if you were taking a class, we're learning things to each episode um, to set you up so you can learn the next lesson the next week. And I'm only picking on you because so many people tell me, thank you for reminding me because I like to listen to them at the order they come out. But that's not the order that they release. You know, the podcast actually shows you the most recent episode. But there are episodes before that if you haven't listened to them, we build them together. So anyway, I have a few things that I want to further want you to further consider as you build your wealth team. So the first thing is. I encourage you to determine what your goals are, what you want from life, career and business, and then decide if you're going to take this holistic approach that I've been coaching you on to assess all areas of your life, which I think you you should. Then think about the people in the areas of your life that you consider to add value to your life. 
that I mentioned in the taking control episode, who's on my wealth team and why. So you might go back and look for when I made that point. So think about those people, who they are and ask yourself, how can they help me best meet this particular area or the goal in this area of my life? The reason I think it's important to perform this kind of holistic assessment is because you get the chance to compare your goals, maybe even decide where you are in achieving them. But then you get the chance to align them with the people in your life that can help you reach those goals, actually help you close the gap going from current state where you are today and who you are today, and then making it to that future state where you are and who you want to be. And this also helps you uncover whether or not you have the right people on your team. So to help you become all that you can be. And as I mentioned to you all, when I did this same assessment for myself, I realized there are some people I was missing. So I needed to not only assess that team, but I needed to make the adjustments. And remember, not everyone is on the team for a lifetime. Some people are on there for a season because your needs change and hopefully you meet the goals that you set out to and you evolve as a person. So Take, for example, this podcast or any podcast you listen to. So for those of us giving you content in the year 2020, you're supposed to be growing from that. So hopefully you're not coming back to the same episodes in 2022. Whatever we're talking about in 2022, it should be two years worth of building and you growing and you're a different person along this journey with uh, my podcast and others. So anyway. Um, you got to decide whether or not you're ready and willing to make the change at that at this particular time when you're really going to go after taking control of your entire situation if you want to win. So and don't mishear me making personal, professional leadership, organizational and spiritual improvements means you facilitate change within yourself and change fatigue is real. Not everything that you uncover that needs a change should be worked on all at the same time. Some things while you become aware of them may need to be prioritized and then worked on you might meet your objectives with that particular change as opposed to working on all aspects at once so that's more so of a change management reminder when it comes to your goals but I think it has to be in the uh, place of the development of the whole person and I'm going to come back to this with strategies later in this quarter before March 31st gets here to talk about getting good and managing changes in your life in every area to become the best version of you but your wealth team should be assessed cultivated and then act to support whatever your action plan is for your plan of improvement. So I then want to encourage you to become a coach and a butler. So I've said many times that we should reach a place in this life in all areas in which we move from being excellent in our own right to coaching others to become excellent. Yet I equally believe in the value of coaching you coaching while you're still working on yourself. I am still working on me, even though I am coaching you through the Transformation Academy, because I found that coaches, those that I enlist and the kind that I choose to be, we make the deepest connections with people and have the most impact and see the biggest transformation through them when we coach from a place of right now challenges that we face, uh, what we're doing to overcome things or have overcome things that are just two months old or maybe 10 minutes old or two days old, right? As opposed to being so far removed 20 years ago, it seems like you've had it together so long and you don't, you're not going through anything. So it's, there's so much value in you not actually having arrived at that 
part at that place you're supposed to be in. If that happened, you probably wouldn't be breathing. But my point is just um, don't underestimate your ability to add value while you're still growing and learning. Right. So I was speaking with CIOs and other IT leaders at the A&M um, Technology Summit this past weekend about this being one of the greatest challenges facing all leaders and organization. It's our lack of skills in coaching, meaning we really aren't taught that in K through 12 or college, no matter what your course of study is. And just like we aren't taught a financial literacy for success in life in those spaces. And of course, they were all in such agreement. Yet I made this point to all of those attending also during the keynote and the tell-all session because it's the greatest development opportunity that I think is universal to all human beings, whether you work or not. So I find how valuable my own coaching skills are when I'm choosing what language, tone, and narrative to give to my 10-year-old twins. When it's time to talk about things like middle school course selections or how to maintain friendships when your friends don't like each other, but you can still be valuable and kind to, to both sets and you don't have to betray one for the other. And I make those same kind of distinctions when I'm talking to a new manager about why they have got to make the shift from friend to leader and let their employees know where they need to grow from. I coach in both cases with those skills using stories, examples that people can relate to, and then really play up the art of giving feedback through questions and getting people's thoughts on things. It's a skill that we all need to become better leaders in life. And so I encourage you to go after it. And those people who are really winning in their careers and in business, even in life, they're actually often better coaches than they are managers. Sometimes they're better coaches than they are visionaries and even domain experts. And in my case, it's why even though I have a background professionally in project and change management, but I'm able to spend a significant amount of time and make a significant amount of impact working with professionals on career and succession planning. And I exactly actually, you know, I get quite a few executives to come down into the organization with their own thinking and their decisions about projects and changes because it's helping them connect the dots that they're not used to connecting, which makes them better project and change sponsors. And they may not realize that I'm using coaching techniques in our one on one or steering committee meetings, but it's the skill I'm talking about. It sometimes it's invisible and you don't realize it's happening in the moment. But that just is a testimony to your ability to do it well. And to not maple not make people feel like you are teaching them something, right? So the final point I make here is a coach is someone who is supposed to help draw out your potential. And things in people that they may not have considered or, again, had that broadened perspective for the purposes of elevating a person's game, their influence, their actions. And we should all develop skills to do this for others. And it just happens to have so much residual return, which I talked about in that coaching episode. I think it's episode 12. For us as leaders, we end up becoming extremely valuable then to our professions and organizations when we focus on mastering this coaching skill. So let me talk a little bit about the butler. So a butler is the extra special. I said this person is the sleeper MVP, the kind of leader for so many reasons. Most of us, most of which I'm going to cover next week in the full episode for that. But I want to point out today that a butler does four specific things that I want to be food for thought for you that makes them exceptional leaders. Um, and again, of course, it's all rooted in that humility and servanthood. But here's a couple of things that they do a really great job of. They are always identifying, assessing and anticipating and therefore meeting the needs of other people. So think about you show up uh, and there are butler or butlers in the room, maybe having some fancy cocktail party or whatever's going on. They're always looking at multiple situations. Are people finding the coat room? Do 
way that they need to. They're actually refilling drinks or act, there's a supervisor, usually a lead in charge, making sure they're not only people are meeting other people's needs on time and in the way that they need to do it, but they are aware of every scenario that could get in the way of the success of the moment. So they are exclusively and lazily focused on other people's needs. So in doing that, they provide, number two, a very personalized service and create unique experiences in support of other people. And it's their mission, their goal and their measure of success is how well do they serve someone else. But it's this third point that if you don't focus on anything else, I want you to really get the metaphor in your day to day. Butlers open doors. And they hold doors, whether they were the one to open it initially or not. They also clear paths and remove obstacles. I talked a lot about this to our Texas A&M, you know, summit participants, and it really resonates with people. And I hope that it does with you as a listener, because if you think about it, that's the kind of leader you're trying to become. And the person who's opening the door or holding the door, you know, you are allowing people to enter that those may come before you. They may be other generations. They may be, you know, ahead of you in generation, but you've seen the transformation and now you're able to position them to go down a path that they may be aspired to. But you want to be that kind of silent leader that who gets credit really for opening or holding the door. It's not not about clout or you getting some sort of accolade for doing that it's about that richness of knife this, this is about peak performance peak ability peak satisfaction in your career and in your life is when you get to this place and that's what you go home and say my measure of success was how many doors did I open for people how many doors did I hold who's what path did I clear and not necessarily being explicit always about those to other people but you get in the game of removing obstacles for people for people and you don't really have to listen to the rest of this series you get in that servant people business and you will win in this life but the final thing I want to remind you that butlers do is that they solve problems and they exploit opportunities so maybe there is an initial fundamental need that somebody has to check their coat but maybe you know there's a process by which all the butlers have make sure that if the wallet is left or if the keys are left that the customer or the attendee knows that that's the case right that's that next level living just above and beyond which it sounds so uh, elementary but it adds service and value to my life because as I get into the night or maybe I am going to step outside I need to know whether or not I have if I'm equipped to pay for the drinks that I came here for or if maybe I need to go back to the car where did I put my keys right especially if they're not secure so and if I would encourage you to do one singular thing in your improvement journey, it would be to study the focus and responsibilities of the butler and then to become the best one you can be in every area of your life, especially focusing on the four outcomes that I mentioned. So my final point is to encourage you to focus on building your wealth team by focusing specifically on fellowship with other people. I'm intentional to encourage you to have fellowship with people as opposed to limiting your efforts and your career and in business to networking. So because fellowship is the act of just spending time with people um, or with with a group of people to be intensely focused on their well-being, listening to everything they say. And thinking about the ways you can add value to what may be going well or where they may be challenged or maybe they just need to make a big decision. And either way, you focus on really listening and being a listening human that commits to being a light to that person or for those people. And not about because someday they might return the favor, but you're saying, what can I deposit? Because everything that I give that is good is going to come back to me. Right. But people need fellowship, even though they might think they seek and networking. You need fellowship. If 
give even though you think you you are seeking something at surface level is networking, right? So anyway, that's all I have for the cheat codes to winning in life and your career and your business part B. As I mentioned, if you haven't listened to the high value series, really the first 12 episodes of the entire podcast, you will benefit from listening and you'll start to uncover how we build and hopefully you grow from one topic to the next. All right. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at www.kgreenpcms.com. And I will add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life and your career and in your business, subscribe to the Transformation Podcast and get your upgrade every week. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank y'all.